Welcome to the Xbox Wrap-Up Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, or just Logan, doesn't matter, however you want to call me. We've got a lot to talk about. This is the weekly wrap-up for Xbox News. We're going to be covering other stuff as well from the rest of the industry, but everything is always going to come from an Xbox perspective, because that's pretty much what I play on. In fact, I've been playing a whole bunch on uh, Sea of Thieves this week. It's been a really good week, because they're Season 7. But we're not going to be talking about that. If you want more about that, you can listen to the Keelhold Podcast. I want to talk about the Xbox Pass family plan. This is actually happening. So we, we heard rumors. We had speculation about it. But we're actually going to get it. Square Enix is reportedly looking to sell off stakes in some of its remaining studios. Uh, Xbox Cloud Gaming is heading to a new handhold console. Uh, Microsoft is testing an Xbox Game Pass widget for Windows 11. We'll talk a little bit about that. Microsoft is giving Xbox Series S devs more memory to improve graphical performance, which is kind of nuts. Uh, There's a good sale going on over on Xbox right now, as well as some news about Halo uh, Waypoint. I'm going to be talking about the Forge that's been tested around right now and also we found out that there's a new i don't it's it's coach media i think it's coach media they're changing their name if you don't know we'll talk a little bit about them you can understand it's a it's an up-and-coming brand for gaming and i think you guys should know a little bit about that so there's not a terribly lot of news coming on there's some news about mario but i i don't know if you guys are going to be really interested in those mario kart uh levels and i haven't gotten to really play them so we'll talk about that all on this week's episode of the xbox wrap-up All right, so there is still a lot of news to go on with the Activision Blizzard acquisition by Xbox. And thanks to some of the uh, the calls that have been going around, there's been a lot of people giving feedback about this to try and uh, persuade the kind of uh, the legislative bodies that have to approve this. Um, so Sony's made some some comments uh, via a filing from Brazil's Administration Council uh, for Economic Defense and South America. From what I understand, from what people have told me, is that they don't really care what you what you want to keep private. If you send it into them for something, they are going to open it up for everyone else to see. So we now have an idea of how Sony really feels about this acquisition. Because before they said that uh, they had made contracts with uh, Activision Blizzard regarding Call of Duty and that Microsoft is uh, agreeing that they will abide by those contracts. That was kind of the story that happened when the announcement came at the beginning of this year, which is crazy to think that it was at the beginning of this year. Uh, So the $68.7 billion deal, according to Sony, has really kind of got them scared. Um, They are suggesting that Microsoft's ownership of Call of Duty's brand could influence users' console choice, which is kind of a duh. Uh, Whoever has the Call of Duty marketing basically at that point has uh, most of the gaming community moving to that um, to that console because that's what Call of Duty does. Call of Duty is, is, is the biggest franchise out there next to like Fortnite and uh, in, in just as far as like what people generally play because a lot of what they do right now is free to play. So if you want to play Warzone, it's free. It's right there. You're going to play it there. But I, I have concerns that they're being a little too gung-ho with uh, their their kind of, I don't even know what to really say, but their feelings about this. Um, they went on to say, and this was, uh, of course, translated uh, by VGC. So thank you to VGC 
uh, for being able to do uh, the translation for us so that we could report on this. Um, they say, uh, Sony says that Call of Duty is synonymous with first person shooter games and essentially defines that category. They're not terribly wrong about that. Uh, Call of Duty is so popular that it influences users' choice of console and, it com com uh, and its community of loyal users is entrenched enough that even if a competitor had the budget to develop a similar product, it would not be able to rival it. Now, I don't necessarily disagree with their their stance on that, because uh, if you look at Call of Duty, Call of Duty is a mainstay. That's why they, they continually change the name. But Call of Duty is always the first thing, because it's very easy for people to walk in and be like, I want the newest Call of Duty. And it doesn't matter what that's called people will know that they are going that they're going in it's like madden you know you go in you say i want to buy madden they're always going to have the name madden for the the football game because that's what people know so i don't necessarily disagree with that statement as well too um the the article that i'm reading from by the way which is uh over at windows windows central from matt brown thank you matt for writing this up this was five days ago uh they they basically kind of state that call of duty has been firmly positioned among the biggest names in gaming over the over a decade with annual installments of the first person shooter franchise regularly topping global sales charts kind of what i already talked about i guess uh the quote here from uh from sony says that each annual Call of Duty release takes around three to five years to develop, as Activision releases one Call of Duty game per year. This equates to an annual investment of hundreds of millions of dollars. It's kind of no duh. Uh, no other developer can devote the same level of resources and expertise in game development. Even if they could do that, Call of Duty is over, overly entrenched so that no rival, no matter how relevant they are, can catch up. Sony also states that Call of Duty has garnered a dedicated fan base with many players, quote unquote, unlikely to switch to alternative games, unquote, due to familiarity, in, uh, investment, and overall brand loyalty uh, accumulated over the years. Now, to kind of address that, um, there are studios out there that 100% could take on a three to five year development cycle and release an annual uh, game that could compete with Call of Duty. The thing that Sony's trying to do right now is that they hired people from former studios that worked on Call of Duty to make a first person shooter. There's also Dr. Disrespect who's out there with his own studio now. He's over on YouTube streaming. He is working on his own first person shooter. And while it may not be the millions that Call of Duty garners every year with its releases, Dr. Disrespect holds a huge sway over the Twitch community and with his reach and other people's reach like Tim the Tatman or T Tim the Tatman. I think that's what it is. Uh, they can definitely build up a groundswell of excitement for a game. And if you don't believe me, let's go back to Super Bowl Sunday when they when they shadow dropped Apex Legends. No one knew what Apex Legends was, but what they did do did know is that uh, Ninja played it, uh, 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 Summit One G played it, Doctor Disrespect played it, Tim the Tatman played it, uh, I think Shroud played it, and Ammunition played it. A lot of streamers got exclusive access and to help try and develop uh, by releasing feedback of that game when it was in development. So they got to see a lot of heroes before a lot of those heroes were actually released. And when that game came out and people found out that one, it was free to play, and two, that so many of their favorite streamers said it was good 
And don't don't get me wrong; they were most likely paid for a lot of that that uh, that promotion. Um, they played that game, and that game jumped up as far as popularity goes. It was one of the most popular games uh, that 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 winter for um, free to play shooters, and it's had some hiccups over the years, but it is still one of the biggest competitors to Warzone to Fortnite as a battle royale. So you can't tell me, Sony, that there's no way anyone will be able to topple Call of Duty. If you look at Fortnite, Fortnite is probably the most well-known game next to Call of Duty compared to like any other shooter out there. As far as shooters are concerned, it is definitely one of the most popular games. So there are definitely alternatives out there. And there's definitely room for growth. There's definitely room for other players to come into it. To say that Call of Duty is so entrenched that there's no way for any other studio to uh, be able to make a game that will will unseat it as the most well-known game, that's a matter of time and commitment. And that's definitely something that a lot of game devs have. They may not have the funding for it, but they definitely have the passion for it, especially if they love what they're doing, which to, honestly, if most... Most game devs love what they do. Uh, they wouldn't be doing it otherwise. Um, it's a hard industry to get into. So I, I really think that this is kind of funny, that they're, that they're basically saying that what Microsoft is looking to do is essentially take away one of the biggest cross-platform games from, uh, from the, the kind of mix. And it really puts Microsoft in a much better position uh, to to be able to sway where the gaming sphere goes for a long time. And to that, I think that's ridiculous because you guys have had a stronghold on Marvel IP for a very long time. You've had a stronghold on Square Enix games for a very long time. Uh, it wasn't until this year that we even got to see um, any Persona games coming over. So a large portion of the Japanese market has been on Nintendo, but predominantly Sony. And that they are a big portion of the general gaming sphere, if you don't include like probably China in this case. But that's that's like a whole nother story with NetEase, uh, which I think actually is a story this week. So I might actually get into that. Um, there was a response by Microsoft, which was equally ridiculous. Uh, they basically came out and said that anything that Activision Blizzard uh, makes is not very that not very unique kind of downplaying a lot of what Sony said saying like they're not as big as uh, Sony is making them out to be you know they're not as uh, they're they're nothing that anyone would consider a must play um, which is obviously like them saying there are competitors in the market while also kind of backhanding you know the devs that have been working on the games that they're that they've been working on um, but as far as consoles go, because I've seen some people say, like, what about World of Warcraft? What about uh, Candy Crush? It's like, eh, yeah, but th this is, we're, we're comparing console to console here. We're not comparing games that are available wherever else you can get them. We're talking about Sony's console versus Microsoft's console and how it's going to impact their revenue for those consoles. So if you look at the games that are available from Activision Blizzard that are on both consoles right now, most of those are going to be like Overwatch, Diablo, um, trying to think what else, the Tony Hawk, the Crash Bandicoots, uh, Spyros, things like that, as well as Call of Duty. So I see that Microsoft is trying to downplay what Sony is saying because they want to make sure that regulators aren't taking Sony's word for gospel. 
uh, or, or however that saying goes. And I don't blame them. It's it's all kind of them playing tactics to try and see if they can get this acquisition to go through, uh, which I still think is absolutely insane because, yes, while Activision Blizzard King is a huge, huge publisher and they do a lot in the form of, of like putting console or putting games out there for consoles, they've already stated that they are planning to keep most of their franchises multi-platform because it makes them a ton of money and microsoft probably wants that money but microsoft also wants to put all of those games on game pass to enhance the value of game pass because that is their strategy they don't care about the hardware they don't care about the console they just care about getting people signed up for game pass that is their mo and it works out really well because it is still the best service out there as far as uh value goes and, and I'm, I'm saying this right now, Sony has a good thing going with their PS Plus. I think their revamp is very good. They've done a really good job of bringing new titles to that service on a rapid basis. Um, they've been adding new and new titles like they just added all of the Yakuza titles to the, gosh, what is it? Premium and extra. Um, I, I think, yeah, because it's essential, it's premium and it's extra. But one of those is switched. I think it's, yeah, I think it's essential, extra premium is the tears i hate their oh god i hate their naming everyone's marketing sucks by the way i don't know who's in charge of it but whoever made those decisions i don't like the decisions they make i, I don't have to but i just don't like i don't you know it, they don't have to listen to me but i just don't like them so i see what they're doing it's very clear that they are trying to just make this as downplayed and as casual of a, of a proposition to purchase as as possible and the acquisition will make big changes going forward for Activision Blizzard, um, especially because it seems like Activision Blizzard is starting to push back on companies or uh, studios wanting to form unions. And I think that Microsoft really needs to be kind of the overseer, the overlord uh, for your StarCraft reference there. Um, they need to be the, the overlord for this company because this company has serious issues with keeping their their employees happy uh i just saw a, a lucy o'brien who formerly of ign is now working over at ubisoft uh say that they've been working at ubisoft for four weeks now and they're very happy and they're very surprised to be able to say that they're happy with the team that they have right now which is comforting to know considering how much hot water ubisoft has been and probably the last what is it three years with all the sexual harassment allegations and such so really glad to see that, um, you know, there are there are ways to turn the boat. You can turn the boat. Some of these boats are big and you want to, you know, you want to get started early. And I think that Microsoft still has a very good possibility to turn the boat for Activision Blizzard. First off, we got to get Bobby Kotick out of there because he's a piece of shit. Uh, and I'm very worried that he's going to remain on the board um, once he's kind of ousted and Phil Spencer takes over as head of gaming. Um but I still think that Sony is doing what Sony can to try and stop this acquisition because they, 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 they look to benefit from Activision Blizzard remaining a, an independent publisher because they can drop buckets and buckets of cash at their feet and say, hey, we want maps for Call of Duty. We want special pre-order stuff for Call of Duty. We want years worth of exclusives for Call of Duty. And Call of Duty being Activision Blizzard, they want money. They're going to say yes. It's going to be in their favor. It's going to be positive for their shareholders. So, of course, they're going to say yes. So I don't blame Sony for wanting to stop this. Uh, but it definitely feels like 
both sides of the the acquisition both sony and microsoft are being a little a little too far they've crossed kind of the line and gone into ridiculous mode uh, or ludicrous mode at this point and they really need to kind of like pare it back because it seems like this is this is an acquisition it's not a monopoly and as such it, it's one of those situations where it's like look it's it's not actually a monopoly microsoft is still in third place when it comes to revenue for companies uh when it comes to gaming like sony's on top nintendo second and then and then there's little little green over here who's in the corner hoping that they get a piece of the pie um, which by the way speaking of nintendo uh they just crossed i think it was 111 million units sold so they've already i'm pretty sure they're on track to beat the ds coming up not too far uh, i think they're they're like maybe 7 million away from beating the game boy as far as units sold so switch they're doing just fine in fact there was a report that came out said that they're looking to amp up production for the last half of this year uh which is probably them trying to get more units out there so that people can buy christmas presents so they can get xenoblade chronicles 3 so they can get splatoon 3 they can get uh there was something else what was the other one Oh, Zelda. Well, Zelda got pushed out. So, yeah, they're trying to get units sold so that when Zelda comes, there is stock because Zelda 2 is probably going to be game of the year. If if they if they do what they did with Zelda 1 or Zelda Breath of the Wild, I shouldn't say Zelda 1, Zelda Breath of the Wild. If they do what they would what they did with Zelda Breath of the Wild, then 2 is going to be fantastic. And I hope that they kind of take some of the feedback that they got from 1 and implement it in a creative uh, way that doesn't really kind of disincentivize what i did like about the all of the systems there i didn't mind the weapons breaking it forced me to get different weapons i did like having the master sword but i would have liked to have it a little bit longer uh than the power that it was and sure you could you could do the master quest and you could go all through all those levels but that was too hard for me i don't i didn't want to bother with that i would have just rather have had a way to kind of buff up the power um in the dungeons the 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 beasts i like the beasts i think the beasts were great i didn't mind the shrines i think the shrines were great um i think that the little puzzles that they had in there were fantastic i thought it was a brilliant way to have an open world zelda game probably the best zelda game i've ever played uh so but anyway we're getting off topic so congrats to to zelda to nintendo and by the way if you if you're wondering yes there are new mario kart levels out there there are new mario kart levels that we've never seen that are apparently coming to the mobile game uh soon but a lot of people have been saying that they are very happy with the mario kart levels that have been out there so if you want to just buy the mario kart levels without having to subscribe to the expansion pass you can do so for 30 dollars uh, and if you want to get them without having to buy them because you already have Nintendo Switch Online, if you sign up for the expansion pack, uh, that'll give you the DLC for Animal Crossing, for Mario Kart, and I think there was one other one. I can't remember what it was. I want to say, I don't think it was Luigi's Mansion, but it might be Splatoon 3? No, I think it was Splatoon 2. I think you get the, uh, the um, oh god the i can't remember what the uh, the expansion was for splatoon 2 uh i have it it's really fun um but i can't remember what it was it was like the octo expansion or something like that but it, it was a good good expansion good single player content but anyway so i i think that there's definitely a, a, a trajectory oh ah, that's right pokemon's coming out in fall so there's obviously a new pokemon game coming out as well too and so you want units for that so Nintendo's fine. They're they're in their own lane. They're staying in their own lane. 
No one, no one's looking at them and thinking, oh my God, they got a monopoly on all the kids. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. All, all Sony cares about right now is where is Call of Duty going to be in five years? Because that's where they're concerned. But they have a trump card. They have a trump card in their pocket. They have Bungie. They could 100% make Destiny 2 a, uh, a, a, a first party game. Like, sure, they signed an agreement that said they wouldn't do that. Darth Vader can alter agreements. I'm pretty sure Sony can alter agreements. It's it's one of those things where if they if they, you know, they could start turning the screws and Bungie can either decide that they don't want to be purchased by another big company and go independent again, or they could, you know, go first party and and make sure that their content is only on Sony PlayStation, which would really tick off a whole lot of players. Uh, including my entire clan. Um, even though I really love the DualSense, I think the DualSense is fantastic. Uh, it just needs backpedals for some reason. They just don't have that. But anyway, that's kind of the state of where we're at with the Ma uh, Microsoft Activision Blizzard King acquisition. Um, it is insane that this all kicked off <laughs> in like January of this year uh, because we still have um, what is it? 10, nine, nine months, I think nine months before we find out, like if it goes through, if it goes through, cause it, it's, uh, it's due to go through, I believe at the, either the end of May or end of June, I believe it's either the beginning of June or the end of June. Um, and then we'll kind of find out like what's going on with that. Like, will it go through what, what's it going to look like? How many games are going to be coming to game pass once it becomes a first party studio, all of that information is all stuff that we're very excited to kind of see what's going on with that um but let's let's get into another story we mentioned a couple other things i want to dive into to some of those so i mentioned uh the switch and how amazing that is um a lot of people have been playing with the steam deck which is uh, a, a fantastic hardware piece of hardware i was i saw what was it brian altano was asking for recommendations some kind of unknown recommendations because he's got some trips coming up and was curious what people have been playing on the steam deck uh, that was steam deck compatible and uh we did find out this actually is an article from tom west thank you tom uh, over at true achievements uh this actually came out about nine hours ago which is i'm really glad that i got it in this week uh and apparently xbox cloud gaming is going to be heading to a new handheld console. Uh, it turns out that Tencent, um, who a lot of people aren't too happy with because Tencent uh, has their their fingers in just about everybody's pie. In fact, they, and, and I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure they actually own all of Riot. I think they, they had purchased parts of Riot, but then eventually just bought them out. So Tencent is working with Logitech G and have announced a partnership that will see the two companies, and I'm reading this verbatim from Tom's article, so uh, definitely the, thank you to Tom for writing this up because I, I haven't gotten a chance to really dig into this. Uh, they've announced a new partnership where the two companies will collaborate to form a new handheld console that will be somewhat similar to the Steam Deck, but designed to host multiple cloud gaming services. Uh, both companies are currently working with Xbox Cloud Gaming and NVIDIA GeForce Now teams for upcoming projects. So essentially what we're looking at 
is a handheld device that is akin to a Stream Deck, but instead of being able to play games natively, they're looking to take it to uh, a step that is above having a Bluetooth controller connected to your phone. Um, with your phone, you play games by streaming them. Uh, with 5G, that makes it a lot better of an experience. Not everyone's quite on 5G, but it is definitely a much better experience. You can still do things on 4G LTE, but it's not, it's just not quite as fast. You still get a lot of artifacting. Uh, you still get a lot of, of bad signals and stuff like that and until we really have like that full 5g adoption uh we're still going to have some spotty connections some spotty issues so i don't i see where this is going it's definitely the future uh but i don't quite see this as a future that we're quite at just yet i think a lot of folks are still on 4g lte phones there may actually be some folks out there that are still content with 4G or 3GS, which just seems absolutely bananas to me. I, I can't even imagine what their battery's phone or their phone's battery life is like if they are. Um, but with this, they're looking to build something that is handheld. And with that, they want to try and make this handheld console a streaming device so that if you're used to playing games on Xbox Game Cloud uh, or through um, NVIDIA GeForce Now, which is, is akin to, um, I guess, like, I guess kind of like remote playing into your PlayStation or your Xbox is what NVIDIA GeForce Now is. Uh, they, they essentially allow you to connect your devices to their account. If they have a game that is available that you already own, you can then stream that game. Um, for a long time, it was actually really, really good because it not only had all of the Blizzard games, but it had all the Ubisoft games. It had a lot of games that um, you were really surprised would actually be on this list. And if you own them, it would verify that. And then you would be able to stream those games on anywhere that allowed NVIDIA GeForce Now, which was a lot of places. Uh, since then, a lot of companies have retracted permissions for a lot of their games because obviously they want to put them on their own services. Um, so NVIDIA GeForce Now is not quite the amazing thing that it used to be. I still think that Xbox Game Pass is a much better deal with uh, PlayStation Plus kind of coming up the rear for that. Uh, and we don't even need to get into Luna or uh, what was the other one? Stadia, the thing that Google killed. Um, so... Let's kind of take a little bit more from uh, the article. Thank you again, Tom. Uh, as one of the leading global platforms for game development, publishing, and operations, Tencent has been at the forefront of innovation, and it's why we partnered with them. Uh, Yuzhej Desai, uh, general manager of Logitech G, said, as someone that grew up playing video games, the idea of being able to stream and play AAA games almost anywhere is super exciting, and we can't wait to show everyone what we've been working on. So I'm kind of curious how you all feel about Logitech uh, in general. I, I don't, I can't think that I really own anything. Maybe these speakers. Yeah, I own, I own little tiny speakers that I buy because for whatever re reason, uh, Logitech is like the go-to one to have little speakers for your computer out and about. Um, but I don't really own anything that is, is Logitech outside of that. Like I've got Acer monitors, I've got uh, Corsair and uh, Razer uh, peripherals, uh, my audio equipment's all either Elgato or like actual audio equipment. Um, and then like my headphones are Kingston's HyperX ones. So I don't really know too many. Oh, you know what? My Logitech camera, my webcam, it's not the greatest. I might actually upgrade to an Elgato cam at this point. Uh, but 
a lot of their stuff is pretty good. And, and for a long time, for wanting to purchase Square e parts of Square Enix and saying, hey, you know, we want you to make Final Fantasy games for us exclusively, because that would be a giant win for them. They would have one of the longest lasting franchises next to whatever Nintendo makes uh, exclusive to their platform. And that's something that a lot of a lot of Final Fantasy fans just kind of have to suck it up and say, well, if I want to play Final Fantasy games, I have to purchase uh, a Sony console at that point. Um, and we still have not seen Final Fantasy VII Remake or Integrate on the Xbox after the supposed uh, uh, year-long um, exclusivity was up. Now, we don't know if, if, the, if that deal was extended. That may have been extended, why, which is why uh, we have not seen it on Microsoft. But Microsoft is fighting tooth and nail to try and get more Japanese uh, companies to release their games on the Xbox, which is why we're seeing things like Persona uh, come to the Xbox Game Pass, as well as Nintendo's Switch as well. So it's, it's like there has to be a certain amount of money that comes from other studios to be basically say like, look, we understand you have a really good deal going on with Sony. We want a piece of that. We're willing to pay a premium to get that. And Sony is looking at Square Enix and saying, we're willing to, to invest heavily in you for you to make your games exclusive to us for consoles. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. I didn't go short on that. Uh, I, sh I should probably shotgun a lot better. Um, Microsoft is testing Xbox Game Pass widget for Windows 11. So if you're on Windows 11, I'm not. Uh, you may see a Xbox uh, Game Pass app show up on your system if you're on one of the inside or preview builds. So it will help uh, alleviate some of the current unevenness when navigating the Xbox app. Uh, the widget will take you from the Xbox app where you'll be able to install your favorite games on your PC and see game reviews. Uh, Windows has also teased that they are working on even more updates for widgets, including uh, the ability to quote unquote, sign in your Xbox profile and easily jump back into recently played games, as well as see personalized recommendations of games we believe you'll love. Uh, in March, changes to the Windows uh, release roadmap are coming. Uh, in the past, a new Windows was released every three years. This year changed, uh, or this later changed with Windows 10, which received updates for six years before Windows 11 released. Uh, Windows 11 released in October 2021 and came equipped with several new features, including auto HDR for gaming and, of course, widgets, a centerpiece for the operating system. Um, I'm kind of curious to see how this goes. Everyone that I've talked to seems to be happy with Windows 11. Uh, it's a lot more like an Apple uh, computer, as far as I know, as far as the UI goes. But I, I'm sure you can probably revert it to the standard Windows 10, which is a lot more like the uh, Windows XP and Windows 98 and system that they had before they tried to do the tile thing that just bombed um so look for that also uh let's talk about this microsoft gives xbox series s devs more memory to improve graphics performance this is coming to us from tom warren over at the verge thank you tom for writing this up microsoft is giving xbox series s game developers more control over memory on the console a new xbox software developer kit has been released to developers recently and it frees up more memory for developers to access the xbox series s's games and boosts performance in certain titles quote Hundreds of additional megabytes of memory are now available to the Xbox Series S developers. And quote says games uh, or same says Microsoft's game dev team in a video detailing the update. 
quote, this gives developers more control over memory, which can improve graphics performance in memory constrained situations or conditions, excuse me. Um, this is really great to hear because right now, if you look at what the Xbox Series S is marketed to be able to do is 1440 gaming uh, or 1440p gaming up to 120 frames per second. Uh, right now, most games are shooting for 1080 at 60 and 1080 at 120. Not too many games are trying to go for that 1440p. If they are, it's typically 1440p at 30 frames per second. Most gamers would love it if they could actually do uh, 1080 at 60, um, like guaranteed 60, like locked 60, because 60 is average for most gamers. Uh, a lot of gamers are moving up to 120 frames per second. They're also moving up to 144 hertz per second. Uh, and most PC gamers are operating on 1440p, which was actually uh, an update to the PlayStation 5. PlayStation 5 uh, OS should be getting an update soon that will allow players to select 1440p as a resolution or the 2K, which I think is kind of the sweet spot. And I also think that gamers uh, or not gamers game developers should take a look at 40 frames per second as a bare minimum not 30 40. the reason i say that is having a 30 40 option is if you are tuning the gameplay to 40 frames per second then if you quadruple the frames then you can get up to 120 frames per second uh, for a game with with or, or get a frame rate of 120 frames per second and it works out perfectly you've got three times the frames uh, so instead of rendering one frame it renders three of the same frame and it gives you 120 frames per second a little smoother just nice way to kind of go about that you can kind of upscale it that way all right, so let's talk about uh, one of the stories I mentioned in the beginning. We'll shotgun this. Uh, publisher Koch Media changes its name because people didn't know how to pronounce it. I still don't know if what I'm saying is right, but I'm saying the way that is safest for me to say because I don't want to say Koch Media, except I just did. So it's, it looks like Koch. It looks like Koch. No one really knows how to pronounce this, but they're changing their name. Uh, they're rebanding it or rebranding it because no one could pronounce it. So uh, apparently this was uh, during an interview with GameIndustry.biz. Uh, the managing director, Clemens uh, Kondrantitz, I, I can't remember. I have no idea. I, I'm just I'm butchering it for for no not on purpose, but I'm just butchering it. Unveiled the company's new name and explained why it's stepping away from the old one. Quote, Our name for so many years was associated with physical distribution, perhaps with us being more of a central European company, although including the UK because that was among the first three countries where we launched, but were perhaps not seen as a global company. And it's sometimes difficult for people to pronounce. Uh, so with more thought, they kind of went back to... Um, what they wanted to look at and they they kind of said that uh it's more impactful if they go with play on or p-l-a-i-o-n which looks like pion or plyon but it's it's play on um which is a weird spelling to go with instead of a y they go with an i so play on is how you can pronounce their new studio if you don't know who they are uh formerly known as uh Koch media um they are the likes of dead island metro and saints row uh they're owned by embracer group which is one of the the few groups out there that owns a lot of different uh publishers and on, if you don't believe me they just recently purchased crystal dynamics idos montreal and uh, square enix montreal so like the, the embracer group is actually a 
just I can't even think of what it's like Alphabet. Alphabet is the company that owns Google, but also owns a multitude of other companies. But it's all under Alphabet. Uh, Embracer Group owns a bunch of studios, but they also own publishers as well, too. So it's just kind of a big umbrella corporation. Not as scary as I would say NetEase or uh, Tencent, um, but definitely kind of getting there is like, we should probably keep an eye on them because they're buying a lot of studios and a lot of publishers out of nowhere. So, but Saints Row is a game that's coming out soon. Um, a lot of people are kind of iffy about it. Uh, we, we got some, some reviews about people getting a chance to actually play on it. And uh, good character creator, maybe not so good gameplay. We'll kind of see. Um, but I've, I've always kind of been uh, uh, interested in the Dead Island games. I think that was a really interesting way to kind of make a an RPG uh, zombie game during the time of like The Walking Dead, which was amazingly popular at the time uh but then we got games like days gone so it was kind of like oh well there's your there there's there's your zombie game right there so anyway hope you guys enjoyed that uh some of the other quick things apparently blizzard canceled a world of warcraft mobile spinoff this was a game or a uh uh something that came out of bloomberg with jason schreier um, apparently spilling the tea with uh, Blizzard Entertainment basically saying that they were developing a mobile spinoff of World of Warcraft being co-developed with NetEase uh, for mobile games. Um, NetEase and Blizzard recently launched Diablo Immortal, which, as we all know, is, is a game that really kind of uh, has some predatory microtransactions as far as like the chance of getting stuff versus the amount of money spent on it. Uh, you can 100% play Diablo Immortal and never spend a penny in there. Still get a, a decent amount of Diablo Immortal. I'm personally waiting for Diablo 4. I think Diablo 4 is going to be kind of what what I want out of a Diablo game. I think it's going to be like the better version of Diablo 2, which is just in, based on what I played way back in, oh God, what was that? Diablo, no, what was that? BlizzCon, I think it was BlizzCon 19. I, I want to say 19, BlizzCon 19. I could be wrong about that. It was when they announced uh, Overwatch 2. And they had Diablo Immortal there on the, the Samsung tablets. And I played that and I was like, oh, this is actually pretty fun. Uh, and then they had Diablo 4 was announced. And that I got to sit down and play through that and walk around and get choked by a guy who's all sweaty and kind of looking like an executioner. That was great. I still got the video of that. Uh, but yeah, they're, I'm, I'm glad that they kind of nixed this because I don't think that a World of Warcraft mobile spinoff is what people want. I think more people would rather have a console port of world of warcraft which i don't think is possible I, I there's there's like final fantasy 14 and uh elder scrolls those work and i'm surprised that they work i don't know if world of warcraft could do it there's there's obviously people have been able to do mods to be able to get controller support but the sheer number of spells that they have for most of the classes especially playing through the uh the 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 um dragon flight or dragon isles dragon flight right now um there's just a lot a lot for the classes and i don't know that it would necessarily work out on controller you'd be really restricted on the type of spells that you would be able to map to the different buttons there's just not enough buttons that's what mmo problems right there first world mmo problems uh but i'm glad that they aren't doing a mobile spinoff because i think that uh, blizzards at this point right now where they are at a very dangerous precipice uh they're looking out to the horizon and what mobile can offer them 
And I think that Diablo Immortal is a good example of how streamers and entertainers will take a game like Diablo Immortal and they will be like, I'm going to uh, try and, and, and prove how dirty of a system this really is by dumping hundreds of thousands of dollars or, or thousands of dollars into this game to prove just how, how uh, uh, bad the microtransactions are in this. In turn, making Blizzard uh, and, and, and as such Activision Blizzard a ton a shit ton of money and they're going to be like oh the game's doing really good guys look tons of people are putting so much money we got huge whales and it's like no you have content creators who are making millions of dollars dumping thousands of dollars into your game to make money off of the content by saying oh my god look at this game it's so predatory it's so bad people are going to have to spend thousands of dollars just to be able to compete in this game and it's like okay so don't so don't spend the money like don't if you if you're if you're if you know you have that addiction step away from the addiction i don't go and stare at a pack of cigarettes at a, at a grocery store or, or a gas station and think oh man this this these these cigarettes are super tempting me i really don't want to sit it's like no i just don't go there i don't go to where that is i don't go near smoking if i can if i can and if i do i try to distance myself i try to keep my addiction in check so that I don't get re-addicted to smoking. I already have addiction to sugar. That's bad enough. I already have an addiction to uh, uh, chocolate. That's bad enough. I shouldn't be putting myself into a position where I'm going to get addicted to other stuff that I already know I'm addicted to. So if you know you're addicted to spending games because you want that next hit, you want to open that next loot box, you want to be competitive, and you can do so with purchasing things in video games, stay away from those just don't put yourself in that position it's like walking up to a uh, or walking into a busy street and hoping that you don't get hit there's a good chance you're gonna get hit so why put yourself in the middle of the street anyway um as we kind of move away from that uh what else what else was there hogwarts legacy character customization was revealed in footage I just want that game to come out. I just really want Hogwarts Legacy to come out because if Hogwarts Legacy comes out, I think I'll be happy. That's all, that's all I care about. Um, there's some games coming to Game Pass you should know about. These are ones that are going to be coming in August of 2022. A lot of these are going to be for PC, so let's go through the list. Uh, so Tom, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. Cooking Simulator and Two Points Campus are uh, being added for um, cloud console and pc um, you're also going to be able to get uh turbo golf racing which is available for cloud pc xbox series x and s and then coming to uh to what is this just pc you're going to be able to get uh shenzhen io which i have no clue it's apparently a programming puzzle open-ended puzzle programming game that challenges players to build circuits using a variety of components. Oh, that's kind of interesting. A variety of components inspired by real real world electronics engineering. The game takes place on a journey to the near future Shenzhen, uh, the electronics manufacturing capital of the world. You know what? I'm kind of interested. I kind of like puzzles like that. I wouldn't mind actually checking that out. Um, let's see. Expeditions Rome. Uh, determine the de destiny of Rome as you conquer as you conquer foreign lands and navigate political intrigue ooh, in this turn-based RPG. Eh, 
Uh, that's coming out August 11th. I hate turn-based RPGs. Directly fight your with your party of uh, Praetorians. Guide your legion to victory. Uh, choose your own path in a story where every decision matters. It doesn't. How will you shape the future of Rome? Probably not as well as how it was and maybe even worse because I don't think anyone really could do uh, better than what Rome did, which is why we don't have a Rome anymore. <laughs> uh off-world trading company this is coming to pc august 11th as well as those other two that i mentioned mars has been colonized now earth's greatest corporate titans have been invited to build companies to support it the competition to dominate the market is fierce in this fast-paced economic rts i that's so weird what a weird way to have an rts i did not expect that uh but that's off-world so that's coming to pc as well too um, if you're interested in the games that are coming to Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, uh, Two Points Campus, build a university of your dreams with Two Points Campus, or Two Point Campus. Uh, the sim with a twist from the makers of Two Point Hospital, build higher staff and run an academic institution packed with wild courses. Cooking Simulator also uh, coming on August 11th. Two Point Campus, by the way, that's going to be August 9th. Turbo Golf Racing, which is kind of like Rocket League, but for golf, that's already out now. You can play that on Xbox Series S, X, as well as uh, Cloud Gaming and PC. I don't think that's coming to um, Xbox One. Sorry, folks. Uh, cooking Simulator, August 11th. Play one of the best cooking games, exclamation mark. Really? Okay. Take control of highly polished, realistic kitchen equipped with all kinds of utensils and stands. Ooh, utensils. Unlock the master over 80, or unlock and master over 80 recipes or use dozens of lifelike ingredients to cook everything you like. A simulator spiced up with a dash of real life physics, exclamation mark. Boy, they really like their exclamation marks there. So those are some of the games that are coming to Game Pass. One is already out. The rest are going to be coming uh, next week um, in the next few days, probably next five days at most. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. I'm actually going to take a look at uh, Shenzhen because I like puzzle games. I'm definitely kind of curious about that one. Uh, outside of that, Multiverse, which if you haven't heard, Multiverses is the uh, Warner Brothers uh, Smash game that is uh, going to be free to play. Um, season one and Morty release date have been delayed. It's available now. You can go and download it. You can try it out. You can uh, earn heroes or you can buy heroes. It's all free to play. So from what I've heard, everyone says that this game is pretty good. Uh, IGN gave it an eight out of 10 saying that it was a, a raucous and fun competitive platform fighter that rewards players for learning the strengths and weaknesses of its eclectic cast of characters. And I appreciate them using the word eclectic because not many people do. Uh, this was something that if you if you like the idea of uh, Sansa from Game of Thrones fighting Batman uh, with uh, Shaggy and uh, Finn from Adventure Time, this is this is the game for you boy i if you love warner brothers ip and you're sick of them canceling batman go play warner brothers multiverses uh and you'll probably have a good time you'll probably remember why you love those characters um let's see were there any other stories that i'm missing i think that was it uh there were the sales going on right now like i mentioned before too when i was talking about forza horizon 5 um if you wanted to buy like the dlc for a game and wait for the game to drop in price once it's uh gone down or after it's been out for a while you can pick up gears 5 the game of the year edition for less than 20 bucks right now 
So if you ever see yourself like dropping Game Pass because you want to take a break from it or there just isn't anything that's really, you know, grabbing you, uh, you can get 67% off the game price, which is normally 60 bucks for Gears 5. You can lock yourself in on having that so that if you ever get rid of Game Pass, you don't have to worry about it. You you can still play through it and get all of your uh, your DLC and stuff added with like high busters and such, stuff like that. Um, if you want to deal with, uh, what was it, Breakpoint? Breakpoint, I think, is the one that has the NFTs. Uh, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint Deluxe Edition is less than 20 bucks right now. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Fighter Z edition is uh, less than 15 bucks right now, which is a, a really good Dragon Ball Z fighter. Um, PGA Tour 2K21 Digital Deluxe is less than 20 bucks right now. If you're a golf fan and you don't want to play Rocket League uh, golfing on Game Pass and you just want regular old golf and you can't do that because you don't have a Switch and you can't play Mario Golf, PGA Tour is there. It's less than 20 bucks. Uh, you've also got a bunch of other games, a lot that are anywhere between. 50 to 90 percent off for the lesser titles uh if you're a pirate fan and you're listening to this because of keelhalt assassin's creed black flag is available for less than 10 bucks right now on uh xbox so if you haven't bought that from any of the the vast number of sales that ubisoft does on their games um you can pick that up for 10 bucks right now also batman return return to arkham is five bucks seriously like pick that game up even just to hang on to it in case you decide to come to it at some point bioshock games right now are all on sale for less than uh 10 bucks a piece right now they're all 60 percent off really good way to get that if you like capcom arcade games uh all of those right now are 33 percent off they've got three different packs there's pack one pack two and pack three from games ranging from 1984 to 2001 uh, a lot of different fighters a lot of different shooters a lot of different uh kind of like i'm trying to think of like what they are but they're they're basically capcom games like if you don't know capcom games from the arcades you you're missing out on some fun fun little games especially stuff that we didn't ever get um you can go get those all for like 10 bucks a piece right now uh if you didn't want the digital or if you didn't want like the full deluxe version of gears of war like i mentioned if you already had the dlc you can actually get gears 5 just base gears 5 for less than 15 bucks like 30 13, 19 right now it's it's pretty fantastic um trying to think what else is there and taking a look at the rest of some of these other games all the lego games are on sale right now looks like anywhere between 70 to 80 percent off right now so if you wanted to pick up a lego game because there's been one that you want to try out or one that you wanted to uh jump into say you wanted to get a batman game but you didn't want something too serious plenty of batman lego games going on right now especially if you haven't picked up some of the ones that were available through game pass or, or games with gold um, take a look at something else. Is there anything else in here that really, uh, really kind of sticks out that I think people might like, um, Mortal Kombat 11, 10 bucks right now. Not a bad deal. The expansion pack for Mortal Kombat 10 is $5. Uh, if you haven't played Onimusha Warlords, that is an old game. It's eight bucks. That's actually a pretty good game. I don't know how well it holds up, but it is definitely a good game. All of the Resident Evil games are on sale right now. So if you have not picked up a Resident Evil game for some reason and you like Capcom, again, Capcom puts their stuff on sale all the time. So this will definitely go back on there. So don't feel like you're pressured into it. But if you if you want, you can definitely pick up some of these, especially if you're like me and you have Resident Evil. You got that through Games of Gold. You don't have two, uh, the remake, by the way. If you don't have two or three that are remade, uh, those are all available for less than uh, 20 bucks per easy 
easy and really good games I, i've watched people playing them i can't play them it's too scary i can't deal with the the, the anxiety but i love watching people play them 100 jump into those and stuff um and that's kind of the the main bangers for uh some of the the different games that are going to be on sale this week or at least for this week i don't know when the sales actually ending now that i think about it uh and i don't have the website for where that actually popped up too so anyway um outside of that Xbox made the first ever singing Xbox controller. Um, it's to celebrate the release of Bad Decisions by Benny Blanco, BTS, and Snoop Dogg. No clue what any of that means. Those were all names. I recognize uh, BTS for it being a boy band, I think, from Korea. And I, rec- or I recognize Snoop Dogg because Snoop Dogg, for obvious reasons, it is a very red, <laughs> very red controller uh, with a speaker on the back, which is kind of nuts. Um, you can win this right now if you head over to the Xbox tweets um, simply by following and retweeting at Xbox. Uh, they've got the announcement on there and you just that's all you got to do. Um, apparently, uh, I'm trying to see where this is. Let's see. They've partnered with Interscope Records, a renowned record producer, DJ and songwriter Benny Blanco, Jin Jimin, V and Jung Kook of 21st century pop icons bts and rapper and actor snoop dogg to launch the first ever god this is you know marcus waltenberg wrote this up director of xbox global partnership buddy kudos to you because man this is a hell of a sentence uh launches the first ever singing xbox controller in celebration of their newly released single quote bad decisions the controller sure to become a prized collectible item for gamers and music fans alike features custom artwork the names of the artist and a speaker attached to the back which allows you to listen to the new single out loud through the press of a button i am not one to want to press a button that makes one song come out of this thing now if they want to make the the thing connect up to the spotify on xbox and be able to listen to podcasts through my controller if I just want to have the controller playing and I don't want to have like the actual TV going. Totally fine with that. Let me do that. That's cool. You know, I'll, I'll 100% do that. I'm guaranteeing that someone's going to reverse engineer one of these things and figure out how to sell like a Razer version of it. At which point, again, if I can connect it up to Spotify and I can listen to Carpool Gaming or the Xbox Expansion Pass or PlayStation Trophy Room or any one of the the xbox things that i listen to on a regular basis i will 100 buy that controller because that controller is a goofy thing and i just want to have it anyway i think that's going to do it for the news i went a little bit long i'm going to try and shorten this up a little bit see if i can get you closer to an hour hopefully you guys all enjoyed uh this week's episode i got an energy drink so i'm feeling the athena colada sea of thieves is popping off right now with its captaincy update all of that news is going to be in the keelhauled podcast episode so if you want to know more about how you can name your ship how you can be a captain how you can customize your ship and work through a ton of content that you probably already did and need milestones for uh now to be able to unlock some different uh cosmetics for your ship i'm going to be covering all of that and more on the next episode of keelhauled podcast that will be released next monday on the Blah, 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 blah. insert date here the 8th of august uh so keep an eye out for that easiest way to find it search keelhauled podcast or search sea of thieves podcast and you'll see mine eventually and there's only a few of us out there i'm the one that's been around the longest so look for the one that's got over 200 some episodes i don't even know what number i'm on right now it's like plus 230 something i'm getting close to 250 anyway 
talked long enough. Hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Hope you guys get some good gaming in there. Let me know what you think about that Logitech console. Let me know what you're playing. Let's talk next week, shall we? Have a good week. Thank you